الحمد لله حمدا كثيرا طيبا مباركا فيه كما يحب ربنا ويرضى أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله الناصح الأمين اللهم صل على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين ومن تمسك بسنته إلى يوم الدين ثم أما بعد يا عباد الله we need more love in the world قال الله سبحانه وتعالى في كتابه الكريم قل إن كنتم تحبون الله فاتبعوني يحببكم الله Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He says in this tremendous ayah And this ayah has been called the ayah of a test Because it tests the individuals Because there is not a single one From those who have intelligence Except that they all say That they love Allah There is not a single one From those who are intelligent And who possess intelligence Except that they say and they claim that they love Allah. But as is known, ليس الشأن أن تحب ولكن الشأن كل الشأن أن تحب But as is well known, the issue is not that we love. That's not the issue. But rather the issue, all of the issue is whether or not we are loved. Because there's not a single one from amongst us except that we love Allah. So us loving Allah is not the question. The question is, does Allah love us? That's the question. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He has made this ayah the ayah of a test because it tests whether or not we are truthful in our claim of loving Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because loving is not just a mere claim that is put forth. It is not just a mere statement that is made. It is not just a sentiment that is held. But rather there are signs that will indicate the truthfulness of that love. And from those signs, as Allah Ta'ala points out clearly here in this ayah, قُلْ Allah Ta'ala, He says, قُلْ Say to them, say to them, O Muhammad, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, say to the people, say to those people who say that they love Allah, inform them, teach them, قُلْ إِن كُنْتُمْ تُحِبُّونَ اللَّهِ فَاتَّبِعُونِي يُحْبِبُكُمُ اللَّهِ Say unto them that verily, if you truly love Allah, then follow me and Allah will love you. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made it a condition to show our true love for him that we follow Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, khayrun nas. Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he is the best of mankind. Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, khayrun nas. Al-Itlaq, he is the best of mankind, period. Because the best of mankind, then they are the prophets and the messengers. And Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he is the best prophet and messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he tests us to see whether or not we are truly many for us to see whether or not we are truly truthful in our claim that we love Allah 
then we have to follow Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And for the one who has an intellect, why would you not want to follow Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam? Why won't you want to follow Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam? Who is Nabi Allah? He is Allah's prophet. Who is Rasulullah? He is Allah's messenger. He is the one whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent to us specifically to teach us the way. And Allah خَلَقْنَا وَرَزَقْنَا وَلَمْ يَتْرُكْنَا هَمَلًا بَلْ أَرْسَلَ إِلَيْنَا الرَّسُولًا فَمَنْ أَطَاعَهُ دَخْلَ الْجَنَّةِ وَمَنْ عَصَاهُ دَخْلَ النَّارِ وما الدليل؟ وما الدليل على ذلك؟ الدليل قوله تعالى إِنَّا أَرْسَلْنَا إِلَيْكُمْ رَسُولًا شَاهِدًا عَلَيْكُمْ كَمَا أَرْسَلْنَا إِلَى فِرْعَوْنَ الرَّسُولِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he has created us. And I want you to contemplate on that. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he has created us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he sustains us. He sends to us provisions. That breakfast that we ate this morning, that was a ni'mah from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It was Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the one who fed you that. It was Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the one who's given you that provision. Allah ta'ala, he created us. Allah ta'ala, he gives to us provisions. When you reflect on what went into our creation, then you will know that we were created by one who was all-powerful, all-wise. When you reflect over the bodily functions, when you reflect over the bodily systems, then you know that they were arranged by one who was all-powerful, all-wise. The detail that was put into our bodily system, to our nervous system, to our, 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 to the end of it, with great detail. Likewise, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He provides us, He gives us food, He gives us drink. Think about the intricacies and all of the things that have to be set in place for that to take place, for that food to be put on your table. Think about everything that went, that was involved in getting that food to your table. All of that is from the ni'mah, the bounty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The great detail that was given in creating us, the great detail that was given in sustaining us, so therefore Allah ta'ala lam yatrukna hamala. He has not left us alone. He has not left us alone so that we won't be tested. He has not left us so that we will not be held responsible. He has not left us to wander around blindlessly, aimlessly, trying to figure it out. But rather he has sent to us a messenger. He has sent to us a messenger. Limada, liyutar, so that we can obey him. Allah Ta'ala, he says, Rasul. Obey Allah and obey the messenger. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent to us a messenger. So whoever obeys him, then he will enter into the Jannah. And whoever disobeys him, then he will enter into the fire. And what's the proof for that? What is the proof for this? This is how it has always been. This is how it's always been. Allah Ta'ala, he says in his noble book, what translated means, and verily we have sent unto you a messenger as a witness over you, as a witness over you or against you. You see? Just like we sent to Fir'aun a messenger. Just like we sent to Fir'aun, just like we sent to Pharaoh a messenger. That messenger that was sent to Pharaoh, that was sent to Fir'aun, that was Musa alayhi salatu wasalam. Did Musa listen? Uh, excuse me. Did Fir'aun listen to Musa? Did Fir'aun obey Musa? No, he did not. But rather he disobeyed. 
So Fir'aun, he disobeyed the messenger that was sent to him. So Allah Ta'ala says, so we seize him with a most painful punishment. We seize him with a most painful chastisement. Why? Because he disobeyed the messenger. Muhammad has been sent to us. So why would we want to follow something else? Why would we want to do something else? Why we want why would we want to adopt something else? Why would we want to follow someone else? Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam huwa rasulullah wa qala nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam fi al-hadith hadith abi huraira radiyallahu ta'ala anhu qala nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam kullu ummah dakhla janna illa man aba aw kullu ummati kullu ummati dakhla janna illa man aba aw kama qala nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said that all of the nation or all of my nation will enter into Jannah except for those who have refused. All of the Muslims will go to heaven except for those who refuse. So the Sahaba, when they heard this, they said, O Messenger of Allah, who would refuse? Who will refuse to go to heaven? Who will refuse to go to Jannah? Who would make that conscious decision to say, I, I don't want to go to Jannah. I, I, I don't want to go to the heaven. It's okay. Who would refuse? فَقَالَ النَّبِي صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ مَنْ أَطَاعَنِي دَخَلَ جَنَّةِ وَمَنْ عَصَانِي فَقَدْ أَبَى The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم he said, Whoever obeys me, he will enter into Jannah. And whoever disobeys me, then verily they have refused. Whoever disobeys me, then they have refused. So how does one refuse? By disobeying Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But who in their right mind will want to disobey Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? Who in their right mind will want to contradict Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? Who in their right mind will want to believe in a manner that is different than the belief taught by Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? Different than how Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam believed? Who from amongst us wants to believe and have an aqidah that is different from the aqidah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? Who thinks that in that way will be success? Who from amongst us will want to come with acts of worship that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam did not teach us? Who from amongst us will want to come with acts of worship that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam did not teach us? Do we think we know better? Do we think we are better guidance? Do we think that our way is superior? Or are we embarking on a foolish gamble? Yeah, ibadullah, it is incumbent and it is a must that we obey the Prophet It is incumbent and it is a must that we follow the sunnah of Mustafa It is incumbent and it is a must if we truly, in fact, and indeed love Allah, that we follow the one whom Allah has sent. That if we love Allah, we follow the one who Allah has sent to us to teach us what to do and how to do it. The one who came to us to teach us that which Allah loves and that which Allah is pleased with. The one who came to us to teach us what is the way, what is the way to the Jannah. Because the way to the Jannah is one, it's not many. The way to the Jannah is one. The way to the Jannah is clear. The way to the Jannah is not ambiguous. It is not shrouded in mystery, but it is clear. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said, 
He said, I left you upon that which is clear. He said, it's so clear that it's night is like it's day. I left you on that which is clear, is night is like it's day. That's how clear it is. None will go away from it except that they will be destroyed. If we want to be successful, then we have to follow the way of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Habibuna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Our beloved Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The one that we love, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He is the one from the creation that we love him more than we love ourselves, more than we love our parents, more than we love our children. This is the way. This is the way of Islam. When Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu came to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa and he said that I love you more than everything except myself, the Prophet sallallahu he said, La, no. He said, not until you love me more than you love yourself, your parents, and your children. Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, the strong iman of Umar, the strong iman of Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, when he heard that, then he said, rather I love you even more than myself. So the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said, Umar. He said, now Umar, now you got it Umar. Now you're right. Now, now you hit the mark. We love the Prophet Sallallahu more than we love our wives, more than we love our children, more than we love ourselves. We love the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Why? Because our love is linked to a person's obedience to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala and the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he is the most obedient unto Allah. Therefore, he deserves that we love him more than we love any other of the human beings. Why? Because he is the best of them. He is the most God-fearing of them. He has the most taqwa of them. He is the most obedient of Allah's slaves. And that's why we love him more than we love all of the other human beings, including ourselves. Allah sent him. We must follow him. أقول قولي هذا استغفر الله لي ولكم ولجميع المسلمين فاستغفروا فإنه هو الغفور الرحيم. بسم الله الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين ومن تمسك بسنته إلى يوم الدين ثم أما بعد يا عباد الله الحمد لله على نعمة الإسلام والسنة All praise and thanks belong to Allah for guiding us to Islam and for guiding us to the Sunnah We have to if we truly love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then we have to follow his messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and if we love the prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam then we have to be obedient unto him if we truly love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then we have to be obedient unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as the poet he mentioned لو كان حبك لو كان حبك صادقا he said, if your love was true, if it was a true love, then you would have obeyed him. Why? Then he explains. He said, because the one who loves something else, 
the one who something is beloved unto him, or someone is beloved unto him, then he will obey them. He will be obedient unto them. So if we truly love the Prophet then we have to follow him. Because what kind of illustration is that? To say, we love him, but we want to be different. We love him, we don't want to be like him. No, when you love someone, you strive to be like them. When you love someone, you strive to listen. Why? Because you love them. Man, the Prophet wasallam, he is the one and he came and he taught us our religion. So every aspect, everything we do in the deen, it has to be from the teachings of Muhammad wasallam. Because remember, we're talking about Islam. We're talking about Islam. We're not talking about something else. We're not talking about cars. We're not talking about yeah, I mean, computers. We're not talking about these other things. We're talking about what? Islam. So what other manual will you have to know how to follow Islam correctly other than the book and the sunnah, other than the example of the sahaba? What, where else can you go? What, what, what else could be your possible source to follow the deen of Islam? The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam he said, as it comes in the famous hadith, hadith of Aisha, radiallahu ta'ala anha, wa arudaha, qala nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam, man ahdatha fi amrina hadha, ma laysa minhu fahuwa raddun. That whoever, whoever innovates into this affair of ours, that which is not from it, that it is rejected. Meaning what? That if someone makes something up, if someone says, I'm going to do this action because it's going to get me closer to Allah, to Abudan, I'm going to do this action as an act of worship to get close to Allah. If that action was not taught to us by Muhammad, it is rejected. Magdud, rejected. If a person comes and he says, I have this belief, and by way of this belief, I want to draw near unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If that belief, was not taught to us by Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam that it is rejected. A person comes and he says, "I have a methodology. I have a methodology in calling to Allah. I have a methodology in acting with the people, and acting with the rulers, and acting with those who are ruled, so on and so forth." That I made up, I, I think it's good, or somebody else they made it up, and so on and so forth. If it wasn't taught by Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, marudud, it is rejected. It is rejected. Man, a person they come and they say, well, we have beliefs and we have actions and we have this and we have that, but we don't find that the Sahaba, they were upon it. Then I ask you this. Do any of us honestly believe that we can beat Abu Bakr? Do any of us honestly believe we can beat Umar? What about Uthman? What about Ali? What about Bilal? Huh? Do we think we can beat them? We can perceive them as something. We can beat them to good. Does any for amongst us think that? If so, then you need your head examined. Because the deen of Islam was transmitted to us by them. So everything that we know that is good, they transmitted it to us. They taught the, the Tabi'un. And the Tabi'un taught the Ekbet Tabi'in, so on and so forth, until it reached us. So how would it be possible that we can perceive them in that which they gave to us? Not possible. If they had in it good, they would have beaten us in doing it. There is not a single good, there's not a single good deed, except that the Sahaba did it before us. There is not a single correct 
believed except <coughs> the Sahaba believed it before us. There is not a single correct methodology except that the Sahaba had it before us. There is not a single fiqh issue that is correct except that they did it first. You see? So, if we want success, then we have to mold it after following the Prophet because as the ulama they explain, the etzbet tabi'in, they only receive their rank of prestige because they follow the tabi'un. And the tabi'un only receive their level and rank of prestige because they follow the sahaba. And the sahaba only receive their rank and level of, of, of prestige because what? Because they avidly followed the Prophet and they followed him correctly. They followed him right. And this is why the Prophet he said, That the best of mankind is my generation. Then those that follow them, then those that follow them. So if you want to do anything inside the deen of deen of Islam, Remember we spoke about ibadah in the last week's khutbah. If you want to do anything inside the deal of Islam, then you have to, but you have to stop because ibadah tawqifiyya. Because ibadah, it means you stop. It's welcome. You have to stop. You have to first see what did Allah say? What did the Prophet say? What was the mode in, in, in matter of the Sahaba? Once you know that information, then you proceed. Now, what are some examples of this? The Prophet he said, as it relates to Hajj and Umrah, khudu anni manasikakum. Take from me your rights. Take from me your rights to how you make Hajj, how you make Umrah. Take it from what I taught you. Now, the Prophet said, Pray in the manner that you see me praying. The way that I taught you how to pray. That's how you pray. There's no other variation or way to pray. Only the way the Prophet told us how to pray. You see? And utilize that as a measuring stick. Now, I make an analogy based upon that. Everything aside the deen, we have to look. What did the Prophet ﷺ teach? What did the Prophet ﷺ inform us? How were the Sahaba? How did they understand it? Because their understanding of the text is superior. They are more knowledgeable and they are more, they have more taqwa. Now, they have more knowledge, they have more taqwa than those who have come after them. So it is incumbent that we utilize this as our method. It is incumbent that we utilize this as our manner. Because bila shakku bila rayb, we are in. A serious situation right now where we are under attack from all sides and the worst warfare is a warfare that is launched against you and you don't even know that you're under attack that is the worst warfare but we are being attacked we are being attacked throughout the media we are being attacked throughout social media we are being attacked in every which way shape and form where our lifestyle is being attacked the lifestyle the deen of al-islam our deen because deen is more than religion it's a lifestyle the lifestyle that Allah Ta'ala is pleased with is under attack. They want us to be different. They want us to follow their method. They want us to follow their methodology and so on and so forth is under attack. And Ba'ithmillahi Ta'ala will come to look more inside of the next khutbah into the reality of this and into those things that will help safeguard us as relates to this. But with this, I will leave you with this, is that we have to have the Abayna concept and attitude. We have to have the I refuse attitude. Now, and this is the attitude that the Muslim is supposed to have when they're under attack. The Sahaba, when the Mushrikun, they were coming against them. They were all gathered together against them. 
all came together to destroy the Muslims, to commit genocide against the Muslims, to kill the Prophet and all of the Muslims. They were preparing themselves for that onslaught, preparing themselves for that battle, and they were digging a ditch. And while they were digging a ditch, they were saying these lines of poetry. They said, No Mahtadina, Wala Tasodakuna, Wala Swalaina, Fahenzilana Sakina Tan Alaina, Wathabit Akodamana in La Paina, Fahina Haula Ikodbehu Alaina, Wahida Aradu Fitzna Ten Abaina. And when the Prophet said to me that the Sahaba, when they were digging his ditch, when the wars were coming against them, when the when when the Confederates were coming against them, they were digging it and they said, By Allah, if it was not for Allah, we would not have been guided. We would not have prayed, nor we have given charity. So O oh Allah, send down the tranquility upon us. And make our feet firm if we meet the enemy. Because then these ones, they have transgressed against us. And if they want from us fitna, if they want for us to go back to committing shirk, if they want from us polytheism, if they want from us to commit disbelief in kufr, if they want from us to leave Islam, if they want from us to live un-Islamic lifestyles, we refuse. And when the Prophet heard that, he said three times, extending his voice, Abayna, Abayna, Abayna. We refuse, we refuse, we refuse. This has to be our attitude when we are called to un-Islamic things. We refuse. But we'll see about that later on in upcoming khutbahs, inshallah. فأسأل الله تعالى أن يوفقني وإياكم بما يحبه ويرضى وأن يجعلنا مباركا حيثما كنا وأن يجعلنا ممن إذا أعطي شكر وضبطولي الصبر وإذا أذنب السلفر فإن هؤلاء ثلاثة عنوان السعادة السلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين أقيم الصلاة